Welcome to the first ever episode of NFL Feeling It. I'm your host, Jimmy Dean, and I'm going to be taking you through each week of the NFL season 2022, culminating in the 2023 Super Bowl next year. On NFL Feeling It, I sort of look at the, uh, the stats, I look at the trends, what's happening, and I don't ignore it, but I sort of focus more on the, f- the human aspect of NFL. Sport is a very human thing. Humans are fallible. Not everything comes down to the stats, how everything's going. Sometimes it's just, hey, I've got a feeling this is going to happen this week. And that's what this podcast is all about. So join me this year and we'll, uh, we'll go on a bit of a journey together, see how we go week to week. This first episode is going to focus on week one, obviously the big matchup coming with the Bills and the Rams this Friday in Australia time, because that's where we're filming from, down under. So I'm looking at the games from Friday, and then most of the games happen on the Monday, and then you have the one game on the Tuesday for most of the year. Australian fans know what that's about. We have to wait an extra day. Later this week, I'm actually going to drop a short podcast just on my playoff predictions uh, and eventual Super Bowl winners, in my opinion. Uh, But today, we're going to go through each game with a couple of notes, and we'll see how we go. First up, the big one, Friday, the Buffalo Bills and the LA Rams. Rams will be unveiling their Super Bowl banner, hoping to keep the wins rolling, but they're going to find it pretty hard against the Buffalo Bills, a team that a lot of people have tipped to win this year's Super Bowl, myself included, question mark, spoiler alert, foreshadowing, we shall see. Uh, So some notes, the Bills don't have Tredavious White, a cornerback, that's going to be a big issue, especially with the Rams debuting Allen Robinson, who's another big weapon to join Van Jefferson uh, for Matthew Stafford to throw to. Never mind Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP winner Cooper Cup, who has vowed to get bigger, better, stronger for this season. So the Bills might find a little bit of trouble there. They've got their rookie Kair Elam, uh, the 23rd overall pick, but it'll be his debut game, and we'll, we'll see if he can handle that pressure. Matthew Stafford's elbow has been a bit of an issue. They've been downplaying it in LA, but um, he he threw an average of one pick per game last year. He had the most interceptions of the whole 2021 season. I think a lot of people forgot about that. He didn't always play the best last year. You know, he would throw his pick. It cost them a couple of games. It just didn't happen in the playoffs, okay? But with his elbow not being that good, I think it's going to happen a little bit more. In fact... I'm tipping him to throw two picks this week. That's a bit of a tip here. Matthew Stafford will throw two interceptions against the Buffalo Bills, and I think that might be the difference. He's got no Andrew Whitworth helping him out. Aaron Donald is there. Leonard Floyd is there on the defense. Aaron Donald's been very aggressive, shown a lot of aggression in the offseason, swinging helmets at other players. Um, He'll be on his game, as he always is, but I think it'll be too much. Buffalo have a lot to play for, a lot to prove, huge expectations, and I think they'll win. Buffalo 31 to the Rams 17. Let's keep things going. The Saints, New Orleans Saints play the Atlanta Falcons, a division game to start things off in the NFC South. The Saints have got Jameis Winston coming back off his injury, and he's They've got their new coach, Dennis Allen. People are sort of wondering how it's going to go. They've got a lot of weapons, offensive and defensive. You've got Alvin Kamara, Jarvis Landry, a new addition. 
the 11th overall draft pick, Chris Olave. They've got a lot of things. Michael Thomas comes back. Is he going to be the same Michael Thomas as he was a few years ago? On defense, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, Marshawn Lattimore. They are pretty stacked. The Falcons, on the other hand, Marcus Mariota makes his debut. Kyle Pitts, AJ Terrell, Casey Hayward, not a lot of big game, big names. Last year, they were no good against the run. I think the Saints are going to run all over them. Um, the Falcons have Cordero Patterson coming in at running back slash wide receiver. I think they're going to try and emulate uh, Debo Samuel from the 49ers in some aspects, but I, I just don't think it's going to be enough. So I've tipped the Saints 27, defeating the Falcons 13. The Cleveland Browns travel to Carolina to play the Panthers and Baker Mayfield. This is must-watch game. I am looking forward to this one. I was always a, a Baker fan from his days at Cleveland. In fact, I jumped on the bandwagon. I felt for them when they were just a, a zero-win team, a one-win team, and it was good to see Baker bring them up from nothing. And it was disheartening to see how they just discarded him after they forced him to play through injuries. Uh, it wasn't managed well from Cleveland's side. On top of that, you add... Deshaun Watson just left a bad taste in your mouth. Okay, a lot of people lost a lot of respect for the Browns. They lost a lot of fans because of that, myself included. And I hope they get smacked by the Panthers, let's be honest. And I think it'll happen. You know, Baker is a big revenge type player. That's what he lives for. He's been thinking of this game for weeks and weeks. And to get it out of his system in week one, it's going to be a really big thing for them. I don't see the Panthers doing a lot this season, but this is one game they'll definitely win. You heard it here first. NFL feeling it. Not to mention Christian McCaffrey is back. They're going to run all over the Browns and win 24 to 10. Next up, you have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Chicago to play the Bears. In an interesting game, everyone's been talking about Trey Lance, Jimmy G. The decision's finally been made to keep Jimmy G on the roster underneath Trey Lance. How's he going to feel about that? Someone looking over his shoulder who wants his job, who has done his job. Jimmy G's taken the Niners to a Super Bowl. Very narrowly lost the division game last year against the Rams. The players like him. He wins over the locker room. Trey Lance is unproven. Seems like people are throwing the 49ers into the divisional game at the end of the year, or they're cellar dwellers. There doesn't mean there seem to be some sort of in-between It'll be interesting. I think it's the perfect game for the 49ers to start against the Bears, who don't really have any big names. They're losing their wide receivers. It's a rebuild year. All the coaches are new. This is their first year in the coaching staff at Chicago. There's no Khalil Mack, no Allen Robinson. They've got David Montgomery at running back. That's fine. Um, Justin Fields is going to struggle. He's a, he's a good talent, but I don't think he'll have enough against the likes of Nick Bosa. Um, Kyle Shanahan, he, he's been found out in the playoffs many times. He's this offensive guru, and yet he always comes up short. So he's got another year here to try and prove himself with Trey Lance. We'll see how we go. Brian Greasy in his first year as a quarterback coach with Trey Lance. I think they're very lucky they, they take on the Bears in week one. I've got the 49ers winning 17-6. to six. Up next, Pittsburgh Steelers. Traveling to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. The Super Bowl playing 
Bengals. A couple of plays away from winning. Thought they were pretty rough. It was a good game. Great Super Bowl, by the way. No Big Ben for the first time in 12, 16 seasons. Mitchell Trubisky has just been named the starter for the Steelers ahead of Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph. I think that's a smart move from the Pittsburgh coaching staff. If you threw Pickett in there, as the fans wanted, as the media wanted, and he didn't perform, it might have, um, it might not have looked that good for the organization. Whereas this way, if you put Trubisky in there, he'll play well. That's what he does. He hasn't thrown a pick six in his whole career. The only uh, active quarterback to not do so, who's played minimum 50 games. And if mid-season things don't work out, then you throw in Pickett, okay, to become the saviour, and people will understand that, well, it wasn't a winning season anyway, and it's good to see him. So good stuff there from Mike Tomlin. Steelers were last in rush defence in 2021, so they need to get better at stopping the run. The Bengals' Joe Mixon should see a lot of the ball, should see a lot of action and take advantage of that. The Bengals would just be too strong. They've got a lot of weapons, a lot of weapons. Um, who have they got here? Alex Kappa, Lael Collins... They've added some big names, Ted Karras, to help out Joe Burrow, who got sacked 70 times last year. It's just too much. They needed to protect him. He's got some big weapons in Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Bengals 31, Steelers 13. Philadelphia Eagles against the Detroit Lions in an NFC matchup. The Detroit Lions have been good to watch on hard knocks. Uh, I seem to have a soft spot for them. It's great to see the coaching staff and the players interact. You hope that they're going to do well this year. They'll win more than three games, I'm sure of it, as they did last year. Uh, but these are the big games that they need to start winning. And it's going to be hard against the Eagles. They had the best run game last year. They led the league in rushing. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, helped out immensely in that area. Mobile quarterback can get around the players. I don't think Detroit have the defensive weapons to stop him. Aiden Hutchinson is a huge plus for the Lions, of course. Um, but above that, there's not much else. Eagles don't have the best secondary, but can Jared Goff take advantage of that? With DJ Chark, Amon Ra St. Brown. The Eagles, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, some big names wide receiver. No Jalen Rager. They finally realized that was a mistake and sent him off to the Minnesota Vikings. I've got the Eagles 23 against the Lions 20. Another close matchup that the Lions hopefully will soon start closing. Not this time. Moving over to the AFC South, Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. The Colts are another one of those teams that everyone seems to be getting behind, thinking they could go in straight to a Super Bowl with new quarterback Matt Ryan. It'll be their seventh starting quarterback in seven years at the Colts. There's been no consistency under Frank Reich. They've been throwing darts at the board, trying to see what will stick. Carson Wentz obviously didn't work out last year. so And they realize it. Okay, didn't work. Who's next? They're hoping Matt Ryan will be the answer. He's a proven player, a former MVP winner at the Atlanta Falcons. And the last few years, the Falcons have just had no protection for him. After they tried to go after Deshaun Watson, a quarterback, he thought, no, nah, that's enough. No trust here. I'll move on. Best of luck to you, Falcons. It's a good move for Matt Ryan. I think he'll do well there. Will they get straight to a Super Bowl? I'm not sure. Will it be a, t a Tom Brady situation where he went to the Bucks and they went straight there? They had all the other pieces in place? It'll be interesting to see. It could also just be, okay, that's another quarterback for the Colts and they scrape in and they come second to the Titans again. It'll be interesting. 
The Texans, I'm not expecting much from them this year. They'll be better with Davis Mills. He's a fairly decent, fairly solid quarterback, um, not being talked about as much. Damian Pierce at running back is good. First-year coach Lovey Smith, he'll be, he'll be sorting some things out with his team. It won't be enough. Colts will be 31, Texans 17. We're going to move on to the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins AFC East matchup. It's good to start the year with these two. They've had some classic games over the years, and the Dolphins have quite often had the number of the Pats, even when they were dominating for the past 20-odd years. A bit of a um, uh, passing of the torch, I guess. It's tour time down in Miami with Tyreek Hill. It's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. He's going to try to go for those big throws and emulate some of the Patrick Mahomes mastery that Tyreek Hill is used to. People say his arm isn't big enough. He'll find a way. Don't worry about that. He's a professional athlete. He knows what he's doing. Um, he gets a lot of doubt. I'm not sure why. I think he's going because he's being compared to Justin Herbert, who were drafted in the same year. But two is decent. He'll find a way. They've got a solid defense. Um, whereas the Pats... Mac Jones was great last year. Will he be as good in his second year under different offensive coach? Who's coaching him? Who's the quarterback's coach, the offensive coach? Bill Belichick seems to think that everything's peachy, no dramas. But what's happening there? From the outside, it looks like a bit of a shambles. The offensive line isn't as good. Uh, Mac Jones has come out and not blasted his players, but sort of letting him know that he's not too happy with himself and being a professional and with his other teammates and, and in the past Josh McDaniel was able to temper those emotions whereas who's looking after him now if he makes a bad play who's there to tell him it's alright that play's over let's move on I don't know if he's got that support we'll see the Pats usually tend to find their way out of these things but I think in week one the Dolphins be too good Dolphins 24 Pats 10 Baltimore Ravens New York Jets up next Lamar Jackson back J.K. Dobbins back. Good news for Baltimore. They've got nowhere near as many injuries from the start of the year. The year was off to a terrible start, and they still were competitive until Lamar went out in week 13. They finished in the bottom of the AFC North, which is unbelievable. I'm expecting a big jump from them. It's a big contract year for Lamar Jackson. He's going to make his money. The Jets, Zach Wilson, the quarterback, is out with bone bruising. Joe Flacco is in for the Jets to face his old side, the Ravens. I don't think it would have made a huge difference even if Zach Wilson was in. I think Baltimore just got a fire in their belly this year. They saw the Bengals sweep them last year in two huge losses. The Steelers, Big Ben was a, a walking statue and they still finished above them. Cleveland Browns, injuries, Baker Mayfield just wasn't the best and they, they don't like finishing bottom in anything. Okay, John Harbaugh, He's going to come back with a vengeance, and they're going to take it out on the Jets. Ravens 20, Jets 10. Jacksonville Jaguars, Washington Commanders. First game under the guise of the Commanders for Washington, and Carson Wentz getting ready to take command. Okay, we'll see. Washington, uh, they seem to be a bit of a, uh, a basket case from the outside looking in. Ownership issues, uh, lawsuits, the stadium, almost crushing people. They need to get their stuff together. This year will not be their year. Jacksonville Jaguars, they went through this stuff last year. 
former head coach Urban Myers brought shame to Duval. It was terrible. It was embarrassing. It was great to watch from an outside point of view, but terrible for them. The owner, Shard Khan, finally saw the writing on the wall and said, oh, nah, off you go, mate. You have no place in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence is going to get a great second chance here under head coach Doug Peterson. Philly Eagles, Super Bowl winning head coach Doug Peterson. It's going to be really cool. Hopefully he can be a, something of a quarterback whisperer, help out Lawrence. Travis Etienne, not injured. We'll get a big year out of him as well. It, it could be a big, big year for the Jags. If things fall into place, it could be a Cincinnati Bengals-type rise. Um, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Watch this space. In the meantime, I've got the Jags winning 26-13. to 13. Let's keep it going. New York Giants against the Tennessee Titans. No one's really talking about either of these teams. Uh, one of them fairly, one of them maybe unfairly. The Giants. New head coach, Brian Dable, coming from Buffalo, the offensive coach. Hopefully he can... Help out Daniel Jones. Give him a little bit of the assistance that he needs. Daniel Jones seems like a smart player. He has some good things. He's pretty clumsy. He loses the ball too much. And if that continues to be the case, he might not be the quarterback for the Giants for too much longer. Saquon Barkley's back. We'll see if he can recreate some of his magic from, what, four or five years ago now? Seems like he had one flash in the pan uh, season and then hasn't done much, a la Ezekiel Elliott. These were great players to watch. We want to see more of that. Kadarius Tony, how ready is he going to be for game day in his first year? We'll see. On the other side of the coin there, the Tennessee Titans finished off last year with a terrible loss. A three-pick game for quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Started and ended the game with an uh, interception. One of his worst games. And I feel like people are only remembering that. Not the fact that they finished as the f number one seed in the AFC. Not the fact that they finished on top of the AFC South division on top twice, two years in a row. You know, they've got Derrick Henry, who's healthy, who is an absolute monster when he's good. A big injury to Harold Landry. Um, they're not going to have him rushing the passer, which is a huge loss. And I guess if... Is it a matter of time before Malik Willis takes over a quarterback if Tannehill can't do it? I still believe in the Titans, unlike many, many, many people. I've got them winning 21-14 to 14 this week. Big game here. I like this game. It's really hard to pick a winner for the next one. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. In years past, it might have been easy. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Guess who's not there? Tyreek Hill. One of the biggest get-out-of-jail-free cards that Patrick Mahomes ever saw. I think he'll really struggle without him this year. People are saying he'll be fine. I really don't think they... Yeah, I mean, you look at some past games and they were just he would run around. And Travis Kelsey, uh, he'd be there. He's always solid, right up front. But more often than not, it was Tyreek Hill. Finding space, the cheater, and Mahomes just lobbed it up to him. He's not going to have that this year. I think he's going to struggle. And people will see, they struggled last year without him. They still finished top of their division, um, but they had some terrible offensive games. They just looked bad, and the defense bailed them out. I don't know. Patrick Mahomes, I sort of see as another Aaron Rodgers where you have one beautiful Super Bowl win and then you're always good, but are you ever going to get there again? You know, I just don't know. And the Cardinals, after all the off-season drama with Kyler Murray and the contract he signed that made him watch more film, it's embarrassing for him, it's embarrassing for the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury knows the type of quarterback he has. He's made it work in the past. He's a good quarterback. 
um, but he's got no DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks. That's another big loss. So two great quarterbacks without two of their biggest weapons. I think the Cardinals have a better running game with James Conner, who's a bit of a star. Uh, I like watching him play. The Chiefs have not much of a run game. You know How are they going to get through there? Buddha Baker, um, he's going to stop as much as he can. This one was really tricky for me. I still think the Chiefs will get up 24 to 20, but with limited confidence. It could easily be the other way. We'll see. Let's head on down to Minnesota. I love these teams. Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. These games are always great. Uh, you never quite know which way it's going to go. Kirk Cousins has been solid for as much flack as he gets. He's a pretty, <clears throat> excuse me, rock-solid quarterback for the Vikings. Uh, he always puts up the big numbers. He never loses them games, especially in the last few years. Can Kirk Cousins win those big games? Yes, he can. He's proven it. And he's got Dalvin Cook. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got Justin Jefferson, probably a couple of the best wide receivers in the game. They've got a great offense. They don't have the best cornerbacks, but their offense is smoking. Put that against the Packers defense, which is going to be one of the best in the league this year, and you've got a great game coming up here. Of course, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have Devontae Adams as his number one, which is a huge loss, but he has won without him in the past. He's still got Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Romeo Dubs, Sammy Watkins. He's got a lot of players that can catch the ball, okay? Not everyone is going to be a Hall of Fame receiver like Adams, but these guys know how to play. A.J. Dillon... Aaron Jones, great running backs, great one-two punch. I think it'll be too much for them. As good as the Vikings' offense is, Packers' defense will hold up, and they got some big weapons of their own. I'm picking the Packers 24 to the Vikings 21 in a close game. Speaking of Devontae Adams, let's go to his new team. The Las Vegas Raiders will take on the LA Chargers in an epic match. These guys play each other twice in the AFC West, and I can't wait for each matchup. Derek Carr finally has a big receiver. People doubt him. He's sick of the doubt. He's got his number one, his former college best mate, Devontae Adams. He's going to be targeting him a lot. Is there going to be enough room for Darren Waller, the tight end, and Hunter Renfro, who had a fantastic year last year? We'll see. He's going to sling it all over the place. Josh Jacobs is a solid running back. He saw a lot of preseason action. You've got Max Crosby in defense applying solid nonstop pressure. The Chargers, on the other hand, loaded with studs, led by none other than Justin Herbert. He's yet to take his team to the playoffs, but that could change this year. He's got some big weapons in Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. He's got Joey Bosa leading the defense. Mr. INT Jackson has injured himself before this game, unfortunately. Uh, a big addition from the Pats, but he'll be back, and that'll just make their team stronger. I'm going to tip Derek Carr to throw it around so much that he actually throws a pick six in this game, and that's what's going to cost them. The Chargers are going to win 31 to the Raiders 27, but that's okay. They meet later on in the year, and it'll be just as good. Big game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading down to Dallas to play the Cowboys. They opened up with this game last year to open the season. It was fantastic. A big, epic matchup between two powerhouses. I'm glad they brought it back again for another year. Now, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. They've been a bit all over the place at the start of this year. He retired. He unretired 40 days later. He has an 11-day absence. 
Why? We don't know. Was he on the masked singer? Was he getting collagen, Botox injected into his face to make him look younger? We don't know. I don't know if he's 100% focused on the game. He says he is. Of course he is. It was Tom Brady. He's been doing it for years. 45 years old. But I'm just not sure. He's got no O-line. They're all banged up. He's going to really struggle, I think, being protected. And when Brady gets flustered, he gets angry. He doesn't play his best. Can the Cowboys do that? Micah Parsons, he's going to be all over the shop, right up in Brady's face. Dak, Zeke, they'll be back with Tony Pollard. Noah Murray Cooper, which is a huge loss. I'm sure they regret that. They got nothing for him, and he was a big player. They're hoping C.D. Lamb will step up and fill that space. Mike McCarthy's under some big-time pressure, and I think Jerry Jones is going to let him off, at least after week one, when they beat the Bucks 20-13. to Bit of an upset, you might say. People are expecting the Bucks to still go to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, not so sure. I think the Cowboys have got their number in week one at least. And finally, we have the Russ Bowl. The Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson in his new orange and blue facing his old team, the Seattle Seahawks. Led by Pete Carroll. And now he can run his offense the way he wants to. A lot of run-first plays, a lot of run-heavy, especially with Geno Smith at the helm, a quarterback, um, beating out Drew Locke. I don't know. Neither option seems that appealing. Hey, and I'm not even a Seahawks fan. I'm sure the Seahawks fans are sort of fuming at the moment about what their team's going to be this year. They still have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. But can he get the ball to them regularly? Um, above the Broncos' defense, who's meant to be pretty rock solid. We'll see. Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, he's got some offensive weapons. I'm not sure if I put them above the Raiders or the Chargers like people are saying. I'm yet to see it. Is it going to be another Tom Brady to the Bucks where he goes straight to the Super Bowl, or will it be like a Philip Rivers to the Colts, where he does okay? Um, I don't even think they made the playoffs that year, and it's, eh, it's okay. I don't know. Russell Wilson are his best days behind him. He struggled last year in Seattle. You know, was that because he was unhappy, or is that just how he plays now? We'll see. I think the Broncos again are sort of lucky to play the Seahawks in Week One and get a, a fairly soft opponent. I've got them winning seventeen to ten, but I certainly don't expect them to compete with the Chiefs, the Chargers, or the Raiders for the division. We will see. <laughs> As I said, later this week I'm going to have my playoff predictions, winner of each division, and the three wild card for the AFC and the NFC. In the meantime, thank you for joining me for the first episode of NFL Feeling It. I'm Jimmy Dean, and we'll see how we go next week. I'll keep a running tally of my tips. I've got 16 tips here. I'm looking to go 16 for 16 all year long. Join me next week for some more tips. Until then, take care.